The area's premier garage door company is Central PA Dock and Door. For a wide selection of garage doors, visit their large showroom featuring Clope Garage Doors, the only garage door backed by the good housekeeping seal of approval. Besides sales and installation, Central PA Dock and Door repairs all brands of garage doors and garage door openers and even have parts for the do-it-yourselfers. Central PA Dock and Door, near the Driver's License Center in Yeagertown. Online at centralpadockanddoor.com. PA664. Welcome to the Chick Sports Mix brought to you by Central PA Dock and Door. I'm Kyle Smith. With me is Adam Sheets. I am back. I took a couple weeks off. I got married and went on my honeymoon, so thanks for being patient <laughs> with me and listening to Adam. I, I know he did a great job. I listened to you announce the baseball game a little bit and very impressed. You did fine without me. Oh, wow. Thanks. I mean, I was a little worried. You know, you've been carrying all these broadcasts. I've just been there to chime in some words, so I'm glad you. I'm glad I got your approval. Well, <laughs> since you admitted it, I will say my back is feeling rested <laughs> from carrying all these broadcasts. We are wrapping up Mifflin County Huskies spring sports season and seasons in general. School has ended. There are no official sports right now. Baseball and softball was our main focus. Both district champions fell short in the state tournament. I was there for the softball game. Very exciting. I was the first game I didn't do was the baseball game. Adam, you were there, but they beat State College season sweep three zero against State College. Very hard to do in any sport. Four to three, playing in Altoona Curves Field. Mm-hmm. You were there. How was it? I mean, it was a great game. I think it was one of the best games I've seen all year in the on the baseball side of it. I mean, both teams played extremely well, I'm sure. Came down to a close call in the bottom of the sixth inning. I thought State College made one crucial mistake. They intentionally walked Jackson Popo with two outs in the bottom of the sixth to instead face Colby Bodorf. <laughs> I mean, that was pick your poison there. They picked Colby, and Colby had an RBI single to win the game 4-3. to three. Now, if you ask State College, Jay Shoemaker was out at home. Most people will say he was safe. The umpire said he was safe, so that's all that matters, the be-all, end-all. Was a close play, and then in the bottom, in the seventh, Cole Canabu came in relief for Connor Cherry, who had a strong start, did his job to win the game. So a great all-around performance on Tuesday, June 1st, when they were able to beat State College. The tough part was they had to turn around the next day and play McDowell, and they weren't as lucky. So you're telling me a team intentionally walked Jackson Popo. Would that be maybe because we watched him hit a couple home runs in one inning in a game this year? Uh, it might have also been in the first inning. I think he had a 400-foot foul ball. I, I think they just said, oh, we'll live with Colby, who's four for four on the day, and see what happens. Well, he, he, he did what he had to do. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that is, a, as you say, pick your poison. I, I mean, they could have walked the bases loaded and faced Ryland, but that that's, again, pick your poison and bases loaded. That gives your pitcher no room for error. That is just... <laughs> A solid part of the lineup. That's mm-hmm. just if you get the bottom of the lineup, I can see it a little yeah. more. But that holy smokes, it's it's rough. You got Popo, Bodor, Bailey, Dobson, Lighter. There's nowhere to go there. Lighter got some some honors. Mm-hmm. Yep, Lighter and Bailey are both second team All Mid Pen. It's the final year. Great for them to see. I think it was tough for Mifflin County to turn around and make a trip. Now, if I'm mistaken, correct me. But weren't they supposed to play? at one place and then very quickly turned around and had the nope you're going to Slippery Rock instead oh yeah they were 
in the morning they were told we're not going to Mercyhurst, we're going to Slippery Rock. Now it's actually closer, so I mean they kind of got out there, but I mean it was a lot of confusion. You know, you didn't know if you're going to play the game because you're playing on Tuesday. You're really not thinking about playing Erie McDowell yet. You're trying to think about State College, and then you find out you're playing in a different facility. You're not playing at Mercyhurst, you're playing at Slippery Rock. It was all sorts of confusing, and they came out and actually played really well at the start of the game. We're up three nothing early, but just got smacked in the fourth inning, gave up five runs to McDowell, and McDowell never looked back. I mean, they played hard in the regional play-in game. Obviously, it's tough, and obviously, you lose some pitchers. Obviously, you can't pitch Connor. Cole might have had a couple pitches left. They didn't go to him. They stuck with Ryland, um, and Ryland played well, but it was definitely kind of hard, you know, having to manage pitchers and all that situation, playing a quick turnaround when you just played your hearts out in a very emotional game against State College to turn around and play McDowell the next day. Definitely a successful season, though. District 6 champions, a lot to build off of. This team, some seniors, but some guys returning. Big off season right now, and they could come back, and who knows, next year, Erie McDowell might be on the other end of things, and so will Mifflin County moving on to the state playoffs. Well, yeah, they definitely lose a lot. I think that's going to be something that Coach McGonagall was going to have to adjust to. Now, they had a really strong JV program. They had a really, I mean, they're going to be led by Jackson Popo, who is coming back. He'll be there for his senior year. They also have Luke Leiter, who we mentioned was second team all mid pen, but they do lose Ryland Bailey, who was another second team all mid pen. They lose arguably their best player in Colby Bodorf. They lose Cole Canable, Connor Cherry, Marshall Maidens. I mean, they lose so much. Jay Shoemaker. I know I'm forgetting some names, but they just lose so much from a leadership standpoint and in production that it's going to be interesting to see how those younger guys step into those roles. Now, some like a Luke Leiter or a Jackson Popa will have that experience to step in and succeed. So it's definitely going to be interesting to find out how they adjust without some of those senior leaders on the team. That's why it's important, I think, to have the next man up mindset. That sounds cliche. It's repeated constantly, but it is very important you want to you want to i want to be careful with the terms i use here if you're familiar with the, a bureaucracy you know mm-hmm. a bureaucracy while it might not always be the best in situations you can take someone out and put someone in and they do the same exact job the same exact quality that's the kind of the mindset you want to have because okay you lose 10 seniors you need 10 juniors to step up and do the exact same if not better yeah i mean that's kind of in any sport it's the next man up mentality i mean you look you talk football if you lose a running back or wide receiver next man up someone's got to step in obviously it gets tough when you get to some important positions baseball teams losing a lot of pitchers which is tough to replace and they have a lot of young pitchers they think they can throw in and be successful but losing pitchers is kind of like losing the quarterback on a football team that's kind of stuff to say well next man up when you lose so many pitchers like we said colby ryland Bryce Dobson, um, Connor Cherry, Cole Canable. You just lost so many pitchers out of that group that it's going to be interesting to see where they turn. Obviously, they have some young guys they trust. It'll be interesting to see what Coach McGonagall does. It's going to be a huge offseason with Legion ball, maybe some fall ball and fall workouts just to try to get this program and keep it where it is with a district championship already under their belt. That's that's my disclaimer, though. When I say bureaucracy, I'm not trying to make things political. It's just a metaphor. Let's move on to softball before we get into a heated debate about <laughs> politics. Softball, District 6 champs as well. We were there at St. Francis. Uh, a, it was a nice day. A bit of a rain delay in the middle, then turned out to be a nice day again. I got attacked by spiders, and apparently some of <laughs> the other fans did too. You remember I couldn't mm-hmm. stop complaining. Oh, good thing you weren't there for the state game then. Really? Yep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I hate spiders more than probably anything in this world. Well, same spot, same amount. That's <laughs> a tough scene. Things you hate to see. Anyway, mm-hmm. their season fell short, but again, very successful. 
District 6 champs pretty much run the table in the district. Um, I, very good. Now, do they have – I don't know if they have as many seniors that are leaving. They are losing a lot, though, as well. Yeah, they definitely are losing a lot. Obviously, they lose Josie Kybe, Maddie Myers, Caitlin Kick. They lose Gianna Hopple. They lose Leisha Schilling. They'll lose Devaney Kondrak, Alyssa Souders, Al- Allison Gehagen. It seems like I'm going on and on here, but they had a lot of seniors that re- the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they had a lot of seniors who really did contribute a lot for them, and to lose them obviously is going to be tough, but the one thing, like we said, that – JV and younger program has been really good for the softball team like these girls that were there were really successful and the girls behind them have been really successful in JV and you hope to keep that going um, and I think coach Weston kind of said he really he loves the senior leaders he trusts them in everything but he also believed a lot in the younger girls to step in and really contribute the same and that's why he moved some up as the season progressed he just thought that we have that ability to move people in they're bringing back maddie wolfgang she'll be there again so that's going to be huge she'll probably step into that ace rule and starting in the big games like devon was at the end of this year and i mean they won some big games obviously led district championship was led by josie kive having five rbis gianna hopple had a huge home run and four rbis in the win against erie and then you saw in canon mcmillan it was just back and forth and they just came up a little short right at the end maybe a situation you have a little more time you can pull it off but when the game's over the game's over i think mifflin county does a good job of feeding off each other we saw a lot of times when the bats were going everyone got involved but when they were silent Hmm. everybody was silent i think maybe while that is a good thing maybe we can work on being more consistent in the off season somehow in the batting cages Pitching was good. Fielding was good. I mean, overall, good team. Just a couple mistakes here and there. Had two weeks off because of COVID, so that caused a little bit of rust. But, I mean, they couldn't even have an organized practice, so can you really blame them? All these other teams are practicing for two straight weeks, getting game time in. You're not even allowed to be on the field with your coaches. And if you are, it's, it's in someone's backyard <laughs> or a community field, and nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it was definitely tough. All the obstacles both teams had to face in every spring sport, really, with the COVID COVID break kind of right at the end of April and beginning of May, where it was just like you can't really do anything. You know, we we apologize, but that's kind of the way it was, and. You know, it was definitely tough for the girls and the guys and everyone in the school to kind of adjust to that. And Mifflin County, especially the softball team, they lost three of their last four before district started. I mean, they were really struggling heading into that district game, and they found a way to get it going. But I think it was just kind of that rhythm that they lost. They really had it going. We saw them. They no-hit State College right before the COVID break and won 10 to nothing. And then you saw they come back. They beat Cedarcliff 13-7. to That was a team they beat 20-1 to the first time we saw them. And then they lost to Central Dolphin by three beat Chambersburg by one, which was a huge win, but then dropped the last two to Central Mountain and Redland. Redland, a team they dominated in the first matchup as well. So, I mean, he definitely saw maybe a little bit of slow out of the gates trying to get that rhythm back, but once they played Altoona, they started off slow, but then once they got going, they really continued that momentum into the last games of the season, and as we said, against Cannon McMillan, who's making a good run in the state tournament, really had opportunities, just, you know, came up a little short. They dug themselves a hole, were down 3 nothing, at it 5-4, to four, going to the top of the sixth and of course two runs in the top of in the top of the sixth and nothing in the top of the seventh my apologies by Cannon McMillan nothing for Mifflin County to be able to come back in the bottom of the seventh so I mean it was tough but a very successful season and obviously so tough on the girls trying to break start break start just able to compete and be district champions again and make it all the way to the state tournament love inertia 
Object in motion stays in motion. Object at rest stays at rest unless acted upon by a greater force. That greater force was COVID. Maybe if they didn't have that break and, you know, they no-hit State College, maybe their momentum stays eventually. You know, we I always talk about peaking at the right time. Maybe that helped them not peak too soon. Maybe that paused them peaking right where they needed to. Either way, baseball, District 6 champs. Softball, District 6 champs. They fell short in the state playoff run. I would consider it success all around anyway. You build off that. You have a great offseason. Take some time to rest. Enjoy summer. Remember, you're still kids. Mm-hmm. We are talking about high school kids. Some of them can't even shave yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them have better beards than I can. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. But a lot of these kids, you know, getting their driver's license, learning how to shave, learning how to do this and that, you know. Remember, they're kids. Enjoy your summer a little bit. Train. Keep up with lifting. Eat well. Come back. Build build on next year that's my that's my advice to these uh underclassmen moving forward and to the the upperclassmen the seniors enjoy college for what it is if you're playing a sport great enjoy that but just really soak in the college experience yeah i mean definitely i think the one thing it's kind of hard to kind of try to bring up because obviously when you cover professional sports you talk about professionals then you go all the way down to the high school level you got to remember they're, they're kids uh they they want to have fun they're kids first i mean yeah i think you know they're going to play a game they're going to play their hearts out they lose a close game by three in the state tournament they're going to be upset then you got to realize it's, it's just softball i mean there's a lot of bigger things in the world than a softball game when you're 18 years old graduating you, moving on you're going to graduate exactly. i mean they Big just they had, they had just graduated on friday and then monday day they were at St. Francis so I mean there's a lot of other things going on they're going to college they'll graduate from college they'll probably get married maybe have kids I mean so obviously there's a lot that's going to happen in these girls lives and this has just been such a good run that they're going to be able to look back and say remember when we made that run in one districts and went to the state tournament that's just something they're always going to get to say and it's something you can't take away from them and they just got to realize looking back now that you know maybe you came up a little short and you lost a tough game but it definitely was a fun run and a lot of fun. And I would argue they're not even going to remember the loss. What they're mm-hmm. going to say is we won districts as a team and went and had a great time in the state tournament. They're going to show their kids, grandkids, how many years from now. I don't want to do the math. <laughs> you see that medal hanging? Let me tell you about that, that district championship run I had. They're not going to say about the losses. They might say, yeah, we lost to this team and that in it or team. But they're not going to say they we lost and I hated this and I was angry at the – they're going to say they had a fun time mm-hmm. with their team right before they graduated or right after when they played the state tournament. And then they're going to say, I moved on to college. And from there, I don't know, maybe that goes in their sappy love story where <laughs> they met their husband or wife or whatever. I'm just trying to paint a picture for you. Enjoy your time right now. This is one of the best times of your life. Now, I will say, jo- Josie Cobb might talk about the loss because she had one of the most incredible catches that I've ever seen out in center field in the state tournament game. I mean, they called it, they said it hit the ground. I mean, it did, and it was a catch. I mean, they didn't give it to her, but she probably had one of the best catches I've ever seen. So maybe, she might talk about that. <laughs> let's let's throw that to the NFL. Maybe she didn't complete the process. <laughs> Jesse James versus New England Patriots, still bitter about that one. Um, there, there was another announcer there from a radio station at Cannon McMillan. He was adamant she caught the ball, and we were right there, you know, we're out in right field where we were for the district championship game. And we could we had the perfect view, and we saw she caught it. It was a heck of a catch. So Josie, if you're listening, nice catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that pretty much wraps up the Mifflin County High School season. Everyone's in the off season right now. Football probably in the next couple months get moving. Looking forward to some Huskies football. Friday Night Lights 
that's it for now. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep you posted on our Team Chicks Facebook page. Go ahead and check us out there. We'll link the podcast. Everything you need to know will be on there. Thanks for listening to the Chick Sports Mix. I'm Kyle Smith. With me is Adam Sheets, and we'll catch you next time. The area's premier garage door company is Central PA Dock and Door. For a wide selection of garage doors, visit their large showroom featuring Clopay Garage Doors, the only garage door backed by the good housekeeping seal of approval. Besides sales and installation, Central PA Dock and Door repairs all brands of garage doors and garage door openers and even have parts for the do-it-yourselfers. Central PA Dock and Door, near the Driver's License Center in Yeagertown. Online at centralpadockanddoor.com. PA664.